you can really make sure that you're moving forward consistently to see the ultimate results that you want. But don't stress those couple days where you should be enjoying and hanging out with family and friends. Welcome to season four of the Fitness Hacks podcast. My goal this season is to help you shatter those self-limiting beliefs by learning to train smarter through proper workout design, nutrition, and mindset habits. Are you scared of gaining weight? Hey guys, it's Corey from Redefining Strength. Welcome to the Fitness Hacks podcast. With travel and the holidays, a lot of us feel like we're just doomed to gain weight. And it's because we always have in the past. And I felt myself repeating the same pattern for years until just a couple years ago. And I wanted to share some strategies to help you avoid that holiday, that travel weight gain, because these things don't have to sabotage our progress. So in past years, I would never track during the holidays. I would make excuses about how I was traveling too much, how I already knew my portions, how I didn't need to, but basically I would not track. And then I would say, oh, the holidays are why I'm gaining weight every year. This is horrible, I hate it, you know, sabotaging my results. And it wasn't really the holiday days. It was all the days in between that I wasn't actually tracking. And so while I'm not gonna tell you that you have to track during the holidays, I found that the reason I didn't want to track at this time of year was because I didn't want to actually own up to what I was doing. And so for me, as much as I might not be able to track at other times of year and still see results, I knew during the holidays I had to hold myself accountable. Because a lot of times what we don't recognize is that it's not Thanksgiving Day, it's not, you know, Christmas Day or New Year's or the couple days we're on vacation that actually add up. It's all the days in between that we let those healthy habits slide. And so I want to talk about how we can avoid repeating the same pattern. First off, I think it's key we stop and assess and even plan out prior how we're going to handle the different events. So if you have Thanksgiving coming up and you're like, well, I want to eat on Thanksgiving and I even want to have a food baby and have to unbutton my pants. Great. Own it, right? Maybe you're like, yeah, Corey, that's not my cup of tea. I'm going to actually track on Thanksgiving. Great own it, right? But you want to think about these different events and how you're actually going to handle them before you get into that situation. So you can strike a balance with your healthy lifestyle habits. So plan out options. Maybe even know on Thanksgiving and the day after you're going to have those leftovers and you don't want to have to track. So you don't track. So all week prior, you make sure that you're not taste testing things. And maybe on Saturday and Sunday, you work in a few of the leftovers, but you really plan out your meal prep right? Maybe you have that plan of attack so that when you get back from your families on Monday, you already have stuff frozen in the freezer that you can pull out to make easy meals and hit your macros. But stop and assess right now how you're going to handle this period. Even if it's a vacation, you know, in the the next summer, think about how you're going to make sure that you're on track before and your plan once you come back. Even understand that you are going to let loose on those different events, but realize it's not necessarily the holidays or the few days we travel, but the 300 some odd other days of the year that really add up. Okay. And then focus on doing the minimum and allowing that momentum to build and use that to then get motivated to continue. Okay. So there's a couple different ways that we can plan for the days around. Some of us might say, Hey, I really need that mental balance of knowing that I'm going a little bit more intense, even with my macro ratios, right? Maybe we're a little bit more dialed in for more of a cut so that we find that balance so that we feel like we're sort of mitigating the damage, so to speak, from those days that mentally is satisfying. And now note, this is also different than overcorrecting because I know a lot of times we'll be like, well, I eat more, so now I'm going to eat less. And that ends up sabotaging us. So there's a difference between having very set habits in place before and after to sort of give us that mental balance. But we might even find that, hey, trying to do too much, trying to be too intense with our training or our macros actually sabotages us. So in that case, we want to say, hey, what's the minimum I can do to be consistent? 
because a lot of times that minimum allows us to stay on track, especially at times when we're not necessarily as motivated. I even saw in myself this year, like, hey, I'm, I'm really not motivated to do my normal six days a week in the gym. I'm really only motivated to do three days a week right now. With everything else going on, I know that I would end up doing nothing if I tried to force six days. So I dialed back my training, created that three day a week plan, and I've ended up working out five days a week because of that. But sometimes doing the minimum is enough to allow us to feel successful with it, to build that momentum so we actually wanna do more. So don't be afraid to say, hey, I either need to go intensely or hey, I need to scale things back because that's gonna allow me to actually get consistent and build that motivation to keep moving forward. So think about you know, what you can do in the days in between. What is the minimum that you need to accomplish to stay on track? If ideally you're training three, uh, three days a week and now you can only do one, only do one. If you were doing six and now you can only do three, do three. If you were trying to hit, you know, 40, 30, 30 in terms of your macro breakdown, but right now you're like, hey, all I can handle is a protein minimum and a calorie cap, do that. But again, it goes back to planning out prior how you're going to handle these times and then finding a way to do the minimum to build that motivation. And then focus on controlling what you can control. So if you are traveling with family or friends and there's more days than you'd necessarily like to eat off track, you know, you do want that control over your macros a little bit more. Focus on planning around the meals with your family. So if you know you're all going out to dinner, think about how you can adjust your lunch or breakfast. Think about the snacks you can get from the grocery store. Think about different options. Maybe even at the restaurant, plan out the meal you're going to have, or even try and see if you can pick the restaurant you go to to make it easier. But don't stress over the meals that you can't control. Instead, try and control what you can around it. If you know you're going to a party and your macros are just going to simply be off, maybe go lower calorie earlier in the day and focus on protein, right? But instead of stressing over things that are slightly out of your control, maybe a missed workout because you are going to be traveling or going to that party, control what you can control. Even map out a way to adjust your schedule around it. The more you can even use potentially those stricter macro ratios before or after you travel, the more you can even find that balance. But focus on controlling what you can control, which again goes back to planning ahead. Because the more we plan for our situation, the more we can go in knowing exactly how we're going to handle things and feel confident and comfortable with it. I think a lot of times we end up feeling guilty because we haven't fully planned or we had this like very like loose idea in our head of what we we're going to do. And it doesn't then go exactly as we perfectly envisioned to. And so then we get like guilty over it instead of saying, well, this is what I plan to do. Right. And so plan for something that's realistic for you, but then control what you can control. And then also use food swaps to your advantage. So there might be times where you're eating at someone's house and you just can't swap anything. But maybe if you're making some of the meals, focus on making little swaps to those traditional Thanksgiving dishes that make them a little bit easier to fit into your macros. If you really love something, don't swap it out. Plan around because the more you feel deprived, the more you're ultimately going to sabotage yourself from wanting to get back on track on the days after. But do think in terms of swap. Maybe you're going to a restaurant. Ask them if they can swap out certain things. Most of the time I know we feel guilty or weird asking for those swaps, but they don't mind. So if you're going to a restaurant, think about ways you can swap dishes to hit your macros a little bit better. If you're prepping something to bring over to a potluck, think about how you can make that dish something that you can work in so you can even eat that while you're at the party and still have fun hanging out with friends. But think in terms of little swaps that you can make to really add up to keep that consistency, to keep that positive mindset. And I say the positive mindset because I think it's so key that we realize that a lot of times what sabotages us isn't actually the days of unplanned eating or the missed workouts, but the mindset that creates and then the snowball that leads to. And then use fasting even strategically. So I don't want you to starve yourself. And if you don't do intermittent fasting, probably it's not the best time to necessarily start. 
But if you do have an eating window or you are comfortable with intermittent fasting, don't be afraid to use that to your advantage. If you know you are going to have, you know, a bigger meal out, maybe you do wait a little later in the day to have your first meal and then you do go a little lower calorie and focus on protein. But you can use fasting like strategically to help you if you are going to have some meals that you won't have as much control over that might have more carbs and fats than you usually like or they're even going to be higher calorie or that you know you're going to want to have more drinks out at, you know. But use fasting also strategically or your meal timing strategically to really work for you. And then it's key that no matter what happens, even if things really don't go as planned, because we can come up with plan A, B, C, D, E, F, G, all the way to Z, and things can still, you know, not go as planned. But then don't feel guilty, because that is the worst thing we can do to ourselves is feel guilty, because that sabotages not only our enjoyment of that day and takes away from it, but then it makes us feel like, you know, dieting is more miserable because we can't even enjoy that day, which sabotages tomorrow and the day after. And it leads to that momentum going absolutely nowhere. So all that momentum and motivation we tried to build with potentially doing the minimum, we've now sabotaged. So no matter what, don't feel guilty. Say, hey, how can I learn from this? Maybe to handle it better in the future. What might have been off of my plans that led to this? Or say, hey, you know, I just ended up choosing not to because that was my choice and it was fabulous and I loved it and I had fun and so I'm not going to feel guilty and I'm going to get back on track today. Don't overcorrect. Don't try and do more the next day. Don't try and you know, train off your eating the day before because that's not the way it works and all that does is make us feel even worse about everything because it's punishing ourselves. So don't try and overcorrect. Don't feel guilty. Just move forward. Okay. And recognize with all of this, too often we do focus on, you know, Thanksgiving Day, our birthday, the couple of days we're on vacation, instead of emphasizing all of the 300 other some odd days around the days that we're spending celebrating with family and friends. Food is not just fuel to us anymore. I'm sorry, it's part of all of our different events. It can have other great meanings for us. It can be connected with great life events, right? It can be part of how we celebrate. And that's not a bad thing. And it's not bad that we miss our workouts occasionally because life comes up. That's part of life, right? That's part of even our consistency. But instead of stressing over the few times that we do miss like the things that we had planned or the few days that are meant for celebration, focus on all the days around. As I mentioned, you know, I always avoided tracking during the holidays until the last couple of years, and I've seen my results exponentially improve by just simply tracking. I started by doing the minimum. I wasn't even shooting for a ratio when I started tracking, but I just started tracking because I realized that by not wanting to track in past years, I was sabotaging myself because I wasn't focusing on doing what I could on the days around, and then I was blaming the holidays. So just remember that the holidays, vacations don't have to mean gaining weight. Sure, you might see the scale increase from a little inflammation, a little lack of sleep, sodium, you know, whatever else, right after carb storage, right, because you did eat a little off plan or whatnot, or you missed your workout, but that's not permanent or actual fat loss, or fat gain, sorry. You will lose all of that very quickly. So just remember that by staying focused on controlling what you can control, planning out how you're gonna handle these events, doing the minimum around, dialing everything in, you can really make sure that you're moving forward consistently to see the ultimate results that you want. But don't stress those couple days where you should be enjoying and hanging out with family and friends. Thanks for tuning in to the Fitness Hacks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on iTunes. If you haven't introduced yourself, message me on Instagram or Facebook. I'd love to hear what goals you're working towards and see if I can help. For my three-step recipe for amazing results, visit rsrecipe.com.